With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. I hope you had a great weekend, everybody. There's a lot to talk about, and everybody's here playing in the sandbox, playing nice as well, including Fritzy. Operator standing by, Tyler, as we do every Monday, best and worst of the weekend. What you saw that you liked, you didn't like, your opportunity to take part in the program. Stat of the day, as always, brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at DP Show. Ross Tucker, our good buddy, will join us in a little bit. Big Mike Golick will stop by as well, and the great Bob Costas will join us. Play of the day, poll question, stat of the day. All of that coming up. We have two games tonight, Titans at the Dolphins, Packers at the Giants. Headlines, Dodgers get Shohei Otani, 10 years, $700 million. We'll talk about that with Bob Costas a little bit later on. Bills beat the Chiefs. Cowboys roll the Eagles. Joe Flacco still rolling along. He's there with the Cleveland Browns. And how about those Broncos? Broncos are still in the thick of things. And Zach Wilson can still play football. All righty. Seton, what kind of poll question do you have for us today, at least to start out? Well, it depends on where you want to start, Dan. Mm. Um, Would you like to start with, say, the Chiefs? Sure. Sure, I guess we can do that. Should the referees have thrown the flag on Chiefs Whoa. wide receiver wow. Kadarius Tony? Yes or no? Okay. First of all, the officials don't want to make that call. They don't want it to be about them. It, it's so egregious. It's like, oh, my God. I got to call that. Now, first of all, you can hold on a play. We can all agree there's holding on every play. But then there's holding. You know, there's some contact downfield, but then there's pass interference. Like, there's certain things that you go, I got to call that. The official does not want to call that because now they're they're at the center of this storm. Kadarius Toney has to go go up to the line of... You just check. That's all. You just check. 
you look over, it happens hundreds and hundreds of times every NFL weekend. All you do, go up the line, how am I? He didn't do it. And he's so he's almost right next to, you know, Von Miller. And Von Miller plays for the Buffalo Bills. But look, is it a wonderful play? Yes. Uh, we would be talking about that. The creativity, uh, freelancing, what happened on that play, Travis Kelsey, Kadarius Toney actually making a positive play. And it feels like there's three things that happen with him. He drops a ball, he's injured, or he makes a play where you go, God, that guy is unbelievable. <laughs> In that order. Yes, pretty much. But I, I understand that the Kansas City Chiefs have to be still a little frosty with the non-call at Lambeau, which was pass interference. That was not called. Uh, go back to D Ford. Remember that against Tom Brady? Ooh, man. Playoffs. Yes, I so I understand it. But I'm sure the Kansas City Chiefs have benefited from some calls as well. But in this case, and looking at an overhead view of this, it's pretty obvious there. Now, I don't understand why Kadarius Tony would have feel the need to like push the limit because he wasn't the primary target. He's a trailer. You, you don't have to be out in front of anything here. I just didn't know why. If you look at what Kelsey does when Mahomes hits him, Tony is back a few yards and then throws the lateral to him. So I don't know why he was felt the need to feel, you know, feel like he could get a, a head start here. But Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes' reaction changed everything. It really did. It went from, oh, my gosh, that's a crazy, you know, how can you be offsides to then Mahomes being upset? Like, how can they call that offsides? The officials do not want to be in that position to make that call. Trust me, the home office doesn't like this. They don't want to be the story. Here's Mahomes on the refs taking away greatness. I mean, not only for, for me, but just for football in general, I mean, just to take away greatness like that, I mean, for a guy like Travis to make a play like that, and who knows if we win. As I know as fans, you want to see the guys on the field decide the game. And that's why last week I didn't say anything about the flag. They didn't get called on the Marquez. And so, I mean, I, don't, it, I mean, they're human, man. They make mistakes. But, I mean, I'm, I'm, it's every week we're talking about something. And all I can do is go out there and give everything I have. And I'm proud of the guys because that's what we did. And it was a great football game that ended another great football game that just ended like that. It's just tough, tough to swallow. Okay. Is it fair to the Buffalo Bills if you don't call it? What about when James Bradbury got called for pass interference in the Super Bowl? I, I didn't hear Patrick Mahomes say, oh, man, you really shouldn't call that in that situation. They shouldn't have called that in that situation. But they did. I, I didn't hear anything. I mean, it, this, it happens week in and week out. And it happens to the greatest players. Yeah, see. There are calls that are like, was it holding? Uh, yeah, I guess it was. Or was it pass interference? Uh, I guess it was, or whatever. And those are the ones that you kind of wish that they wouldn't call, but sometimes they do, and you understand. This is like, dude, what are you doing? You're, you're a yard offside. Yes. <laughs> what are you doing? Yes. But it's such a stupid call, but the exact right call to make. Though Those are probably the more frustrating. Like, Dude, look at what... You're a full human body ahead they, of everyone else. What are you doing? I, that's what's lost in all of this. Kadarius Tony did a, you know, did something stupid. 
I mean, that's really what the that's what this is all about. He didn't need to be up close. He didn't need to be offsides. They still could have had the play. So the anger for Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs should be on with Kadarius Tony. He made it so obvious the officials had to call it. That's that's where it's getting lost here. Do I want it to come down to that? Would I have loved for the game to end on a touchdown like that, even though the Bills would have had a little over a minute to go? Yes, absolutely. It was wonderful. But that's not the reality. The reality is Tony was on sides. So much so, the official had to call it. I don't like it, but, you know, there's certain situations where you go, it's so egregious, I have to call this. Here is uh, Mahomes talking about the flag that was thrown on the play. To happen on a flag change the outcome of a game in that moment, I mean, I, I've played seven years, never had that, never had offense all sides called. I mean, that's the, we, that's elementary school. We, we talk about, I mean, you point to the ref, do all that different type of stuff, and it doesn't get called. And if it does, do you, they warn you, and there was no warning throughout the entire game. Um, and then you wait till there's a minute left in the game to make a call like that. It's just tough, man. It, it, I mean, it's, Lost for words, man. It's just it's tough because regardless if we win or lose, man, just just for the, the end of, with another game and we're talking about the refs, man, it's just not what we want for any, for the NFL and for football. Well, I hope you direct your anger to Kadarius Tony as well there, Patrick, because, I mean, at least privately, this is a point of emphasis for the officials this year. Hasn't been, but it has been this year. Yes, he I do give Patrick Mahomes some credit for... I mean, right down to the bitter end, having his teammates back. <laughs> and because I haven't heard a soundbite played that was just like, well, you know, would have been nice if he had lined up correctly, but he didn't. So, oh, well, he's yeah. putting a blame 100 percent on the on the officials. So this is from uh, Gene Steratore, official. When officiating the line of scrimmage, general philosophy is not to be overly technical and split hairs over very minor infractions, such as a receiver's hand slightly breaking the line of scrimmage. However, when an infraction is so egregious and obvious, a flag has to be thrown. Kadarius Tony is blatantly lined up offsides and in the neutral zone. You rarely see an offsides penalty on offense, but that is not because this play isn't a foul. It's because a receiver rarely <laughs> lines up offsides. It's... <laughs> It's the right call. We don't, we don't want the officials to decide things. We, I, I don't want this play. I wanted the play that was a touchdown. That's, that's what we want to watch. It was something incredible. But Kadarius Tony is the problem in this situation, not the officials. And they're going, now we can blame them and we blame them just about every Monday. There's always something. But in this situation, you have to call it. You do. You have to call it. Yeah, Paul. I got a question from the room. On the play itself, uh, Kelsey catches the ball. He's streaming downfield. All of a sudden, he turns and throws it a long lateral to Tony. Is there any chance, and I don't think so, but is there any chance that was a planned play of some type? Um, it seemed reactionary. I don't. It's just because of where Tony was on the play. Because he was back. And I would have thought that he would have been downfield if he's trying to get such a head start off the line of scrimmage that he would have been going towards the end zone. But he's not. 
He, he didn't get very far down the field. He seemed pretty ready to catch that. Yeah, I don't think he was surprised. Um, I don't know if Travis Kelsey talked about that being uh, improvisational. I don't know. I didn't see any comments from Travis Kelsey after. Or if Mahomes said, you know, that's a play, or Andy Reid said that's a play that we design. Uh, here is Andy Reid, the Chiefs head coach, about that play. It was a heck of a football game down to the end. Um, very disappointed that it ended the way it did. And um, Normally, I'll get... Um, I never use any of this as excuses, but normally I get a warning before something like that happens in a big game. Um, a bit embarrassing in the National Football League for that to take place. Normally, yeah, normally uh, if if it's even close, um, you get you get a warning. Uh, the head coach gets a warning. I mean that normally. So I don't know. I didn't have a protractor out there, but um, it's a bit embarrassing. I've been in the league a long time. And uh, I haven't had one like that, so not where not where at least for that kind of a position there that it, it's not uh, given a heads up to. Okay, go back to the James Bradbury call in the Super Bowl. Watch that again. Tell me if it should have been called. In my opinion, it shouldn't have been called. But I didn't hear anybody say, "Hey, you know, it's tough that they would make that call in the Super Bowl." Nobody from the Chiefs said that. Like th this play was taken from us too as fans, and that that's why when Mahomes is throwing his helmet, I mean, he lost it, and he never loses it. Um, he's throwing his helmet, even going out to Josh Allen. Here's Josh Allen going, "A uh, good game," and then he's still complaining about the officiating, and that's lost in this too. Buffalo went into Kansas City and won a game during a week where. A deep dive of their head coach came out, and it felt like there's a lot of people in the organization who don't like Sean McDermott, or that this was a hit piece. They went on the road and beat Kansas City when Kansas City is coming off a loss at Green Bay. And now you get that frustration starting to set in, because if you're a Chiefs fan, you might not be playing your playoff games at home. And I think that set in as well. Give credit, Buffalo's defense, which is led by Sean McDermott, as far as the head coach, they did a wonderful job shutting down Kansas City. So there's other things at play here. And Josh Allen played well, well enough, and Buffalo's defense, you know, withstood the, uh, the test there. But, you know, this is disappointing that we lost this play. And Mahomes even said, you know, I hope they show that it is Travis Kelsey's Hall of Fame speech. Well, you can do that too. I mean, I'd put it in there <laughs> if I'm Travis Kelsey. Uh, here is, uh, here's Patrick Mahomes talking about that. It's a legendary moment, man. I mean, nothing that's not taught, something that only a couple people in this world would even think about doing. For him to make that play in that moment, miss, making the catch, making a couple dudes miss, and throwing the ball across the field to another guy and scoring a touchdown in that moment, I hope they still show it whenever whenever he goes into the Hall of Fame because that's that's a legendary moment that uh, we didn't get to didn't get to really uh, witness. Yeah, I agree. But if I'm Travis Kelsey, you get to put together your own highlight reel, put whatever you want up there. All right, eight seven seven three DP show email address dp at danpatrick dot com Twitter handle at DP show. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because 
Chiefs fans are treating the uh, video of that film like it's the Zapruder film. Yeah. Watching that play and be like, no, no, what, what, why is it cut off before? <laughs> How do we know he didn't check before the video starts? Uh, Discover wants everyone to feel special. <laughs> That's why your Discover card, you have uh, 24-7 access to customer service as well as uh, $0 fraud and liability, which means never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card limitations to apply. All right, uh, so we'll try to settle on a poll question. We'll talk about the Dodgers with Shohei Otani. Congrats to Jaden Daniels winning the Heisman. You have the Titans and the Dolphins, Packers and the Giants coming up. We'll take a break. Our good buddy Ross Tucker will recap the weekend in the NFL. We'll get to your phone calls as well. Just getting started, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Paulie Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. Of course, you know us as the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show. Yeah. Now, the suits at Fox Sports Radio gave us this airtime because they wanted us to tell you how great our show is. Why? Yeah, instead of us doing that, let's just let our millions of fans do the talking. Yeah, play the tape. You don't know crap about sports. I mean, why am I even on this crap? Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. That's the wrong tape. Wrong tape. Just forget that. Look, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces. Like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like... A lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. 
or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. All right, Seton. So the poll question, we're going to go with uh, Bill's Chiefs finish last night? Yeah, yeah. We're going to put up there if the referees should have thrown the uh, flag on Tony. Okay. Um, We'll get to phone calls coming up. Uh, Best and worst of the weekend. We'll talk a little bit more about the uh, Dodgers with Shohei Otani. Mercedes-Benz Holiday Love Celebration is here. Incredible offers on exceptional vehicles. You can learn more. The sale goes uh, on through January 2nd. Learn more at mbusa.com slash special offers. Speaking of special, he's Ross Tucker, Westwood One CBS Sports NFL analyst and host of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. You can find him on social media at Ross Tucker NFL. Should they have thrown the flag on the play with Kadarius Tony Ross? Absolutely. Yep. Um, I'm actually really surprised, Dan, that Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes are complaining as much as they are. I mean, we still haven't had anybody say that he wasn't offsides. Like, <laughs> like Mahomes is kind of like, yeah, but it was such a cool play. It's a shame that they had to take it away. And, and Andy Reid's like, I usually get a warning. Like, what are we talking about? Andy wants a warning. Mahomes just wants it to count because Kelsey made one of the most ridiculous plays I've ever seen. The guy was offsides. And, what you know, somebody has to have it. Uh, Dan, I'm guessing CBS has it. Like, I want to go – I want to see, like, 20 seconds before the snap. Because you know how the protocol is now, right, Dan? I know you know this, okay? The receiver, they're either on the ball or they're off the ball. If they're off the ball, they look over and they say and they look at the side judge and they're like, I'm off, I'm off. And the judge will be like, okay. If they're on, they'll be like, am I good, am I good? And if you're off sides, the side judge will help you out. Like those guys try to help you. They'll say, move back a little bit. No, okay, now you're good. Like that's what happens. So, you know, I'm seeing some people say, well, Kadarius Tony checked. No, he didn't. I mean, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't follow the whole procedure. Cause if he really asked the guy, he might have just said to the ref, I'm on and pointed that I'm up on the ball. Yeah, no kidding, Kadarius. You're not on. You're so on, you're offside. <laughs> you gotta look at the guy and make sure you're okay. It wasn't even close. Now, official won't jump in and say to him in the moment. Like, you have to ask for confirmation from the official. He wouldn't say to Tony, hey, 19, back up, back up. Does that happen? No, because he's in the slot, and the side judge is pretty far away. And it's not It's not the side judges or line judge, whatever. It's not their job to make sure that you're okay. If you look, they will help you. They don't want to throw the flag. They actually give you, like, a decent amount of gray area, although because of the brotherly shove this year, Dan, they've made it a point of emphasis because of what happened in the opener with Jawan Taylor at right tackle being too far off and because of the brotherly shove and they don't like it. So they're trying to figure out ways to change it and they don't want the offensive line for the Eagles all up on the ball. They've made that a point of emphasis this year like I've never seen before. So it's even more of an onus on these line judges 
to make these calls, and it was the right call. It's a shame. I mean, nobody wanted him to be offsides. That would have been one of the awesomest plays we've ever seen. It stinks that Tony lined up offsides. I mentioned this to start the show. Kadarius Tony doesn't have to be offsides. Like, he doesn't have to be even pushing the envelope because his part of the play, if it was designed, is to be back you know, from Travis Kelsey. So he's really kind of stopped. He's in a neutral zone there, neutral area. I don't know why he felt the need to get out. And If he was going to the end zone, then I get it. But he wasn't. He probably went down 10 yards and sort of stopped. And then Kelsey got the ball. But I don't know if this was a design play or not. What do you think? I That's a really good question. I think it was built in to the play, but I I don't mm. think Kelsey just did that on a whim. I think it was built in as an option or a possibility. I'm actually surprised, given the fact that there were multiple defenders around Kelsey, that he had the guts to pull it off and actually throw it. It was amazing. Yeah. You know, one thought I had watching that, Dan, I feel like on some level, this will be the next thing in the sport of football. You know, like we had the Chip Kelly, hurry up. And, you know, there's always like the next thing, you know, the zone reads, the RPOs. Someone smart and creative is going to, is going to, and it's not going to be all the time. It's not going to be, but they're going to have a couple plays a game where they're going to have built-in laterals like this, almost like built-in hook and ladders and have some success with it. Why wouldn't you try that? Especially if you're a lesser team. We're talking to Ross Tucker, Westwood One, CBS Sports, NFL college football analyst. He was on the call of Army-Navy on Saturday. Doesn't matter where they play. That atmosphere, you know, they bring that atmosphere when they bring in the, the cadets. And that was, and of course, you get down to a uh, fourth and goal stop uh, at the goal. I mean, it was awesome. It, it was wonderful. Dan, it's, it's my single favorite day of the year every year. I tell everybody, if you haven't been, you got to go. I don't know why, Dan, but ever once I get to the stadium, my chest is like <laughs> this the whole time. I'm just like so full of pride and patriotism the entire game, seeing every cadet, every midshipman, the energy they bring. I don't know how they do it. I don't know if they rig the game or what, but it comes down to the last <laughs> play every year. It's unbelievable that it comes down to the last play every year, and uh, it was just a fantastic, fantastic day. Highly recommend. And you know what's crazy? I don't know if you know this, but they were telling me before the game, it was the second highest ticket in the history of Gillette Stadium. The last thing I had seen on my app on my phone, it was $787 was the cheapest ticket to get in. The only more expensive ticket, more than any Patriot game ever, any AFC Championship game, the only more expensive ticket was Taylor Swift in the summer. So the two most expensive tickets to Gillette Stadium in the history of the stadium, supposedly, are Taylor Swift and the Army-Navy game. How much trouble are the Eagles in? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I don't think they're in that much trouble in the sense that their schedule gets a lot easier now, and they have a month to kind of figure this out. So from that standpoint... You know, we knew they were having a, a tough stretch, Dan. And I said at the start of it, three and two would be great if they went three and two. 
It's weird though, because they they won the first three and lost a lot. Like if they flipped it, you'd be feeling good about them right now. They beat the Cowboys, they beat the Chiefs, they beat the Bills. But now these last two losses, and the way they've lost them, you know, I think they'll figure out the red zone stuff on offense. I don't think they'll fumble three times in the opponent's territory. The defense is concerning. The the defense right now, the D-line's not as dominant as they need to be. They have issues on the back seven. It's going to be weird because there's a pretty decent chance they win these next four games. They go 14-3, and and – does that mean we feel like they fixed it or that they solved it? Or does it just mean they played the Giants twice and the Arizona Cardinals and we won't really know until they go against the Cowboys or the Niners in the playoffs again? If you had to pick today between the Cowboys and the Niners, best team in the NFC? Oh, Niners. Yeah, the Niners. I mean, I give the Cowboys a lot of credit for the way they're performing. They're doing a heck of a job. But the Niners... They blew the Eagles out. And I know the Cowboys won by 20 points, but, I mean, A.J. Brown had a ball in his hands in the end zone. Devontae Smith had a ball in his hands in the end zone. The Cowboys kicker made two 60-yard field goals. The Eagles fumbled three times inside the Cowboys' 40-yard line. Like, that game could have been more competitive, could have been closer. And I think the Niners are going to have home field advantage, so they only have to win two home games to go to the Super Bowl. I think the Niners are the best team in football right now. And I think it's probably by a decent margin, but we'll see who stays healthy. We'll see how they're playing at the end of this thing. You're doing the Vikings and the Bengals on Saturday? Yeah, two teams that have seven wins, and I think they might both be in the playoffs right now, or at least they're certainly in the playoff mix with, I'm guessing it'll be Nick Mullins. I think the Josh Dobbs thing <laughs> is over. And how about this Jake Browning, Dan? I know. He only has three starts in the NFL, 80% completion. He's completing eight. Like the Bengals are actually a real thing and a real possibility to still make the playoffs with Jake Browning, which is wild. And then the Zach Wilson story. I get it's just this is reality TV because reality TV isn't really reality TV because it's scripted. What Zach Wilson, the Jets, the whole story, the leak, everything, teammates, and then you're going against CJ Stroud and then. Yeah, of course, he's going to throw a couple of touchdown passes and look awesome here. Yeah, and then, I mean, I would love to see, like, what some of his prop bets are for this next game. You know what I mean? Like, Because there's some people that are going to think Zach can do it again and they're going to they're gonna be part of it. There's a lot of people that think, nah, I've seen this movie way, way too many times. I'm, he's going to come crashing down. Give me the under on the Jets and whoever they play in the next game. Great to talk to you. Safe travels. Thank you, buddy. Always. Thank you. That's Ross Tucker. Good buddy. The Ross Tucker Football Podcast. You can find him on social media at Ross Tucker NFL. I'm looking the odds to win the MVP. Dak Prescott is the favorite. Then it's Brock Purdy. Lamar Jackson. Jalen Hurts, and then Tua Tonga-Vailoa. But really, it's a a two-quarterback race right now between Dak and Brock Purdy. Now, let's see what happens with Tyreek Hill tonight in that game. The Titans are getting 14 against the Dolphins. Wow, that's a big number. And the Packers are giving six to the Giants. Over-under for the Dolphins, Titans, 46.5. Packers and Giants is 37. But... Brock Purdy continues to just, Brock Purdy, 
Um, and I, I like how the critics of Brock Purdy go, well, he's not really throwing for 300 yards. His receivers, <laughs> you know, the yards after the catch. Well, what the hell is Tua doing? I mean, Tua only has to throw it 12 yards, and then Tyreek takes it 70. But Brock Purdy, for some reason, when he throws the ball, he's not really throwing for 300 yards. I mean, I don't know if some, somebody's ever done that and looked at uh, somebody's regular season statistical numbers of how far you actually threw the ball as opposed to yards after the catch by your wide receiver. Yes, Paul. That's actually a new stat this year that they're using during games and analyzing games. Like Brock Purdy this year is averaging 9.9 yards an attempt. Uh, 14, his receivers are averaging 14 yards a catch. That's leading the league. But they have this new stat of your throws. Are they behind the line of scrimmage? Are they 10 yards plus? Yeah. And that's becoming a big thing of your, your actual throw attempts downfield or not. Yeah. Because that's, that was a criticism I heard over the weekend with Brock Purdy. Well, he doesn't really throw the ball down the field. Like, uh, okay. Tom Brady kind of made a career out of not necessarily throwing the ball down the field. I don't know if Patrick Mahomes is throwing the ball down the field anymore. Yes, Paul. I have the most attempts, 10-plus yards attempts this year. Mm. Not completions. Oh, okay. There, there's, the, there's your hint. <laughs> it could be a quarterback whose team is usually losing, but they're in it and they're just throwing the ball 50 times a game. Mm. So a bit of an obscure guy, not household name-ish. Okay, not a household name-ish. Their team is... Usually in a game, but losing. Desmond Ritter. No, but that's a good guess. Mahomes is second. Herbert's third. Sam Howell is by far <laughs> leading the league. Okay. Yeah. 509 attempts of 10 plus. Wow. Stat of the day, stat of the day. Stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes. Here comes that what? what? Stat of the day. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. You know who we haven't heard from today? Shea and Irving. He loves his Cowboys. That's a big win. He gets a little nervous when they play well. They still have at Buffalo, at Miami, and then they host Detroit. If Dak Prescott wins the MVP, good for him. He's a good guy. We've enjoyed our time whenever he's been on the show. Um, it just feels like being that cowboy quarterback, it just it brings criticism, it brings compliments, it brings just about everything. And in probably more so, when you win, then it's about how great he is. When they lose, it's how bad he is. And this is, you know, still, it's a regular season award. But I think we could go around the room, and most of the audience would agree. Yeah, that's nice, but. Oh, yeah, they're having a great regular season, but. Because that's where we want to see. You, you got a, a, a kicker who hasn't missed. He's 30 for 30. You know what we said? Well, what happens in January? Dak Prescott having a great, great year MVP. All right, what happens in January? Now, is it a great story for the NFL if the Cowboys go to the Super Bowl? It is. Is it a great story if they don't go to the Super Bowl? Yes, not as much, but because... People either love them or hate them. And then you would get people saying, well, what would be uh, better? Cowboys get to the NFC title game and lose. Or they get to the Super Bowl and they're, you're not sure if they win or lose. You'd probably go, ah, let's roll the dice. Let's see if the Cowboys can win a Super Bowl here. 
They make headlines. They drive shows. It's a fan base that is passionate and uh, very opinionated. They have something this year. They truly do. But I think it's interesting that Mike McCarthy is now getting credit for the offense. They're opening it up. Keep in mind, this is the guy who let Kellen Moore's offensive coordinator go. He wanted to call the plays, and he wanted to run the football. I mean, phenomenal play call. Of course. He wanted to run the football. And then after their bye week, it's like, uh, maybe we need to throw the ball. Sure. That seems like a good idea. I can't give him credit. I can't give him that much credit when he wanted to run the football and play great defense. Now it's like, hey, how about that offense? Yeah, Pauline. Uh, this might be a warm take. If I'm Prescott, I'm not sure I want to win the Ooh. MVP. I would like to be snubbed and finish second mm. because if you somehow win the NFL MVP, regular season MVP, mm. and do not advance to the Super Bowl, holy cow, can you imagine the media coverage of that? Mm. You won MVP. It was a false MVP. You didn't do anything to play. You know, that's where it's going to go. He's going to get $60 million a year. <laughs> it's like we're freaking out over Otani getting $70 million. Dak's going to get $60 million. Now, it's not for 10 years. At least I don't think it'll be. But he's, he's going to get $60 million. <laughs> Whether he wins the MVP or not, he'll get $60 million. All right, our play of the day is up next. And uh, Shea and Irving will give us his thoughts about his Dallas Cowboys. Back after this. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like... A lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. 
Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Oh, my God. The play. The play is called play. Of the day. Runner left side, got it! I'm going to play it and play it. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Ethan Evans punting to Tylen Wallace. Evans hangs a wobbler. Wallace settles under it at the 25. Gets a block. Comes to the near side. 30. Spins out of one tackle. 35. Along the near sideline. 40. He's at midfield. Wallace to the 40. Still in his feet. 30. 20. 10. Celebration time. No flags. Wallace in the end zone. Hayes in the barn. And the Ravens win it in overtime. Courtesy of the Ravens Radio Network. Play of the day. Play of the day brought to you by... Las Vegas will be there in February. No other city compares to Vegas, the city where spectacle and celebration are woven into the very fabric of that community. Las Vegas is where conventional is challenged and the unexpected embraced. It's not just celebrating, it's celebration with an edge. Speaking of an edge, he's part of the gambling podcast. Dan Patrick takes a gamble every Thursday. Shay and Irving, along with Bad Larry and Dylan, the graphics guy. Shay, a diehard Dallas Cowboy fan. And he's died many times over the last 30 years or so. But his Cowboys might be the best team in the NFC. How does Shay and Irving feel about that? Good morning, Shay. How about them Cowboys, Oh, Dad? okay. Here we go. Now we're on the Look bandwagon. Yeah. Bandwagon, Danny. <laughs> Dak playing great, fine. Who gives a hell? This defense, Danny, held him to one offensive touchdown, beat the hell out of Jalen Hurts, made him look downright pedestrian. Aubrey, my MVP, had more yards kicking than Jalen had throwing. And I didn't get to see Nick Seriano's bum, you know what, jumping up and down, causing a fight with his stupid visor. Hell of a game, Danny. Are you the team to beat in the NFC? The Niners still scare the hell out of me. But, I mean, if this team can travel, if this team can go to Buffalo and beat them, I, I, yeah, hell yeah. Okay, so beating Buffalo will then tell you that your Dallas Cowboys are for real. On the road, in the cold, it'll make me feel a whole lot better. They're for real right now, Danny, but but damn, they need to travel. Well, I'm curious. Now, see, Buffalo going back home, Buffalo's had a couple of really tough road games here. Now going back home, they might not be – they might be banged up a little bit. I'm curious when Dallas goes to Miami against the Dolphins, I want to see how that defense does against the Miami Dolphins. But let, let's enjoy the victory. I can hear it in your voice. You're a happy man, a proud man, and the Cowboys The Cowboys are back. They're ready to go to the Super Bowl. Danny, don't say that. Do not, do not say that word. That is a jinx and a half. Do not say that. Please. And everything, every single thing in my life is falling apart except the Cowboys. I need this, Danny. Need it bad. Thank you, Shay. I'll talk to you on Thursday. Whatever, Danny. Shay and Irving. Good to go. Uh, TJ in Iowa. Hi, TJ. Welcome to the show. DP, Danettes, how are we doing today? Good. Good. Hey, uh, lifelong Chiefs fan here. Uh, so long ago. I'm still mad about Blackledge uh, being drafted, if that gives you a clue. <laughs> uh, so here's the deal. He was offsides. 
as I'm sitting there on my couch watching this, I said to myself, here's another way Tony is going to help us lose this year. And and it happened. And the problem is for me is that with the plays like this is that they've opened it up to interpretation of this time we'll let it go, this time they don't. To me, call every one of them. Bradbury was a foul. The PI against Marquez Valdez was a foul. This was a foul. Call them. Give the coaches, like, one time a game to review a bad call. Something like the NBA is doing or something, but you're giving them sometimes they look at it and sometimes they don't. Well, I agree. I agree with that, TJ. But this call would have been upheld. There's no argument here. Uh, with the pass interference at Lambeau, that should have been called. Uh, Bradbury, I didn't think it should have been called, but it probably would have been upheld. But what happened yesterday with Tony? They would have upheld that call. If you reviewed it, they would have upheld it. Uh, let's see. Buddha in San Francisco. Hi, Buddha. What up, DP? Hey, bud. Good morning, boys. Let's ride, Fritzy. Let's ride. Um, I love that Zach Wilson and the Jets balled out. Uh, Joe Flacco plays quote-unquote elite again. And, Dan, I wanted to ask you guys and Dan Nation, how do you feel today if your name is, let's see, uh, Mike Trout? Hmm. Um, best of the weekend, Dan. Hitting my fandom parlay this weekend, starting with acquiring Shohei on Saturday. Man, is he going to look good in those heaven-white Dodger unis. Um, the Lakers winning the first inaugural Woo! in-season tournament. Then, then, Dan, it gets better. Me and Marvin's Niners caging up the Seahawks. And then the Cowboys knocking off the Eagles and putting us in first place in the NFC. Nobody. <laughs> Thank you, Buddha. Yeah, Lakers were celebrating pretty hard with that in-season tournament. And and I said if the Pacers won, I hope they have a victory parade and put a banner in the ceiling. LeBron was having a nice night. There was champagne. He was feeling it. And, uh, you know, I I was glad that they were excited about it. I was worried that would be like, no, this isn't a big deal. It is a big deal. It should be a big deal. Because you got, you know, we have doubts about the Lakers. And they played well. And granted, it's against the Pacers, but the Pacers have played pretty spirited. And I think it's important. You need those little victories. Not, I mean, not the actual victory, but this is a victory that you celebrate and now you move on. You help some of the, you know, role player guys make some money here. And maybe this is something as we get past, you know, Christmas into January, February, where you start to look at that and maybe the importance of winning this. But I thought it was not a big deal, but it, it was a nice deal. Yeah, Pauline? I'm looking at the Lakers' schedule. They don't have any time off for a parade. I don't oh. see how you're going to work that in. You are not going to be able to fit that in. Well, LeBron said that, uh, you know, they, they, there's no banner that's going to be put up oh. in the rafters. Not going to. Yes, Mark. And how many in-season tournaments does MJ have? Yes, I Zero. Know. Come on now. I know. Goat. That'd be great if Jordan goes, you know what? I'm going to come back just to win an in-season <laughs> tournament here. Just just to shut you up there. Yes, Todd. I'm sure they were genuinely very excited and you get some extra money in the pockets, especially those not making as much. But do you think there was anything with the commissioner or the NBA front office where they were encouraging the winning team to make sure that they made a big deal and be appreciative of the NBA for them to <laughs> act extra excited? What? Why are you always negative? Because I'm just thinking. You're just negative. I watched like the whole game and the confetti's coming down and they're holding it up. And I'm just wondering <laughs> if they said just, you know, it, it would really help us if you made this like this you're, is a really big deal that you guys want. You're just negative. I knew it was coming.
I knew it. I think they were a little more excited than they needed to be, but I'm, it's good for the league. All right. Uh, Big Mike Golick will join us coming up next hour. Bob Costas will stop by as we take a closer look at Shohei Otani to the Dodgers. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. 